Hey everyone, welcome back to The Haunted Corner. I'm Ashton, and today we're going to be pivoting based on this week's current events. Now, I haven't brought it up before on the podcast, but I am fascinated by all things Titanic. The history of the tragedy, the people on board, all of it. And yes, we'll be diving deeper into the Titanic disaster on a later episode, but... Ever since Monday, when I heard about the missing Titanic exploration submarine, like many people, I honestly haven't thought about anything else. It's caused me to lose sleep a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm really claustrophobic, so the thought of being trapped down there in a submarine is a no. Um, so this has been all on my mind the past few days. I got information from tons of articles and news reports will be listed on the blog post and that will be linked to in the show notes. No, but really, I have like 75 tabs open on my phone currently and about 60 of them are about this. So we're going to go over the information that we have so far. As I'm recording this, it's Thursday evening, June 22nd, 2023. A lot has happened today. It's been a fluid situation. So let's get into it. So this story first broke on Monday when it was reported that a search and rescue mission was underway for a missing submarine that had lost communication with the support ship somewhere in the North Atlantic Ocean while touring the wreckage site of the Titanic. The sub, which is called the Titan, was reported overdue on Monday, but had lost contact about an hour and 45 minutes into its dive on Sunday afternoon. The sub was equipped with 96 hours of oxygen for five passengers, and it was estimated that this oxygen supply ran out as of early Thursday morning. On board the sub were five passengers, Shazada Dawood, a Pakistani businessman, and his 19-year-old son, Suleiman Dawood, Hamish Harding, a British businessman, pilot, and space tourist. He went up in one of Jeff Bezos' rockets as well. Paul Henry Nargale, who was a French diver and Titanic expert, and Stockton Rush, who was the CEO and founder of the sub's Washington-based operator, OceanGate Expeditions. So keep them and their families in your thoughts for sure. Since its founding in 2009, OceanGate Expeditions has focused on increasing access to deep ocean exploration. The company has made headlines in recent years for organizing expeditions for paying tourists to travel in subs to shipwrecks, including the Titanic, and to underwater canyons. OceanGate also provides crewed subs for commercial projects and scientific research. According to the company's website, OceanGate has successfully completed more than 14 expeditions and more than 200 dives in the Pacific Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. According to a New York Times article, OceanGate currently owns and operates three five-person subs. The first sub acquired by OceanGate, Antipodes, could travel to the depth of 1,000 feet. In 2012, the company acquired another sub and rebuilt it into Cyclops 1, a vessel that could travel to a depth of up to 1,640 feet. It served as a prototype for the newest sub, the Titan. That vessel, made of carbon fiber and titanium, is engineered to reach depths of more than 13,000 feet or more than 2 miles. 
the company first planned a voyage to the Titanic in 2018, but the Titan sustained damage to its electronics from lightning. Then in 2019, the voyage was postponed again because of a problem with complying with Canadian maritime law limitations on floor on foreign flag vessels. Before the first successful trip to the Titanic in 2021, the Titan was rebuilt after tests showed signs of cyclic fatigue that reduced the hull's depth rating to 3,000 meters. The Titan is 22 feet long, 9.2 feet wide, and 8.3 feet high. So to put that into perspective, Titan's main compartment has about as much space as a minivan without chairs. It weighed 23,000 pounds and could carry up to 1,510 pounds. It's designed to go as deep as 4,000 meters, which is about 13,123 feet in the ocean. The Titan is equipped to carry five people, including a pilot, which in this case was Stockton Rush, and it had 96 hours of oxygen reserves for five people, which could be affected by the breathing rates of the passengers. And yes, you've probably heard about how this sub is operated by this video game-like remote control. The Titan has, quote, only a single button, an on and off button, but beyond that, the pilot drives the sub using a PlayStation video game controller, end quote. There's also a touchscreen computer that the pilot uses for lights, air, and measurements of depth, as well as communicating with the surface. Subs like the Titan use underwater sounds to transmit data packets across the ocean. This is how they communicate with support ships like the Polar Prince in this case. The members of the support ship can then use a hydrophone to receive the data transmitted acoustically, which can then be converted into understandable information like text or audio. The Titan was equipped with real-time whole health monitoring systems, which analyzes the effects of changing pressure on the vessel as the sub dives deeper to accurately assess the integrity of the structure. Unlike other subs, though, which usually feature an internally accessible hatch and allow passengers to open the door from the inside, the Titan's hatch is on the outside of the vessel. So before every dive, a crew member would close the hatch of the sub from the outside with 17 bolts. Absolutely not. Now, behind the scenes, lawsuits and industry experts had raised serious safety concerns about the Titan years before the sub's disappearance. According to a CBS News article, in 2018, a professional trade group warned that OceanGate's experimental approach to the design of the Titan could lead to potentially catastrophic outcomes. That same year, an employee of OceanGate raised safety concerns about the Titan's design and the company's protocol for testing the hull's reliability. That employee, David Lockridge, was fired by OceanGate after airing his complaints to government regulators and OceanGate's management, with the latter then suing him for breach of contract. Now, in response to OceanGate's lawsuit, Lockridge countersued them, airing his concerns about Titan safety in a 2018 court document. In February, the CEO of OceanGate, Stockton Rush, was sued by a Florida couple after they struggled to get a refund on their deposits for several canceled trips on the Titan. The pair, Mark and Sherry Hagel, said in their lawsuit that OceanGate canceled one expedition, saying it hadn't had enough time to certify that the Titan could reach 
the depths of the Titanic. Uh, red flag. Another trip was canceled because of, quote, equipment failure. So this was a bad thing from the start. Like, this has been a problem for a long time. Now, for this trip, the one that just happened, passengers paid $250,000 to travel by sub to the Titanic wreckage site, which sits about 12,500 feet below the surface of the ocean. Now, let's put that into perspective for a second, too. The world's deepest scuba dive reached 1,090 feet in 2022, while the world's tallest building, the Burj Khalifa, would would only go down 2,717 feet into the ocean. According to NOAA, which is the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, the average ocean depth is 12,566 feet. The greatest ocean depth, however, is over 36,000 feet deep. Now, let's talk about the pressure. Pressure in the ocean is measured in terms of atmospheres. One atmosphere is equal to the weight of the Earth's atmosphere at sea level, about 14.6 pounds per square inch. If you're at sea level, each square inch of your surface is subjected to a force of 14.6 pounds. The pressure increases about one atmosphere for every 10 meters of water depth. At a depth of 5,000 meters, the pressure will be approximately 500 atmospheres or 500 times greater than the pressure at sea level. So as you can imagine, the pressure down there is absolutely crazy. And what we've learned today is that it's likely that the submarine suffered a catastrophic implosion at some point during the tour where this pressure just, just destroyed the submarine. Just today, the tail cone and other debris from the missing sub were found by a remotely operated vehicle about 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic. Five different major pieces of debris from the sub, known as the Titan, were found in the area, and each end of the pressure hole was found in a different place. So that's absolutely devastating. We knew that the sub would run out of oxygen by early this morning, and hearing that it's likely that an implosion occurred... I'm not sure which is worse either is horrifying. Like I said, regardless of how you feel about the situation, the price they paid to tour the wreckage site, none of that matters. These are people and this is devastating. There was some hope up until today that the sub would be found. And something that gave rescuers hope were some strange noises that were heard underwater via sonar. Some banging noises were detected by Canadian P-3 aircraft on Tuesday and again on Wednesday. These noises didn't lead to the missing sub, unfortunately, and a sonar expert claims that these banging noises likely came from the Titanic wreckage debris field. Maybe something rattling around down there with the currents. Now a strange connection to the Titanic disaster Wendy Rush, who is the wife of Stockton Rush, the CEO of Ocean Gate Expedition, who was also piloting the sub, she is a decedent of two famous passengers who died when the ocean liner sank in 1912. Wendy Rush, reportedly, is a great-great-granddaughter of Macy's owner, Isidore Strauss, and his wife, Ida two first-class passengers on the RMS Titanic's maiden voyage. 
Now, this is according to the New York Times, who cites archival records. Now, the Strauss couple are known for their tragic love story in which Isidore and Ida were directed to a lifeboat after the Titanic hit an iceberg on the night of April 14th, 1912. However, the aging Isidore refused to board the lifeboat while there were younger men being prevented from boarding. Ida also refused to get into the lifeboat saying, quote, where you go, I go. So that's an interesting connection and also heartbreaking. Now, we're not going to get too far into it, but the stepson of Hamish Harding, his name is Brian. He's gained some attention in the last few days. While his stepdad was missing, he posted a picture of himself at the Blink-182 concert with the caption, quote, It might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink-182 show as it's my favorite band and music helps me in difficult times. End quote. Now, I'm not judging him for that. We all handle trauma in different ways, but uh, maybe the selfie at the concert could have waited a bit. Oof. TikTok is all over this guy. There's a lot more out there about him. So check it out. That's another rabbit hole for another day. All jokes aside, this is a devastating situation all around. I know we're all hoping for a better outcome, but I'm thinking of the victims and their families. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the situation. So let me know if you're listening on YouTube, comment down below and let me know what you think. Jump on the socials and send me a message or post a comment. Let me know what you guys are thinking about this. Thanks for tuning in today. The sources for today's episode will be listed on the blog post for the episode at www.thehauntedcorner.com. We'll also be linked to in the show notes. Check out the other episodes of The Haunted Corner available now wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts with new episodes dropping every Monday and Thursday. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to share your support, head on over to Patreon. You'll have access to the exclusive Patreon-only content, early and ad-free access to the regular episodes, plus so much more. Head over to patreon.com forward slash The Haunted Corner to join now. Follow us on social media at The Haunted Corner on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to tell a friend. If you have a case suggestion or a correction to share, please send it to thehauntedcorner at gmail.com or submit it through the website. Until next time, be kind and take care of yourselves, and we'll see you next week. Bye.